Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 55 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we conclude this week's study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are covering um, Genesis chapters 18 to 23 in the week of February the 14th to February the 20th. And we are uh, looking at the end of Genesis 22. We may well cover um, ge- touch on Genesis 23 if we have time. Um, but all we really need to know from Genesis 23 is that Sarah uh, passes away after this um, event that we're speaking of now. Uh, speaking of which, we don't really know uh, Sarah's uh, view of all these things. Uh, we don't know if Abraham tells her what's happening. We don't know if she knows about it or if she doesn't doesn't even know about it. Just an interesting thought there. Um, but as we know, in verse 6, Abraham goes with Isaac uh, and in verse 6 it says, And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. Now we've mentioned how this is a similitude of the Saviour carrying his own um, cross uh, up to where he would be um, sacrificed. Um, but what's interesting here I, as well is the age of Isaac. So we know from this that Isaac must be strong enough to be able to carry uh, this wood. Um, so he's certainly not you know, a young child. Uh, we know that he is kind of between the age of you know, three, let's say, where he's, he's, been, he's been weaned. Uh, so we know that. That's one of the things we have. And we know this happens, as I just mentioned, before the death of his mother, um, Sarah, which it gives you the dates of, of Isaac's age uh, and Abraham's age for. So um, he was 37 when Sarah passed away. So he's younger than 37, um, but he is, you know, between that and a young child. Because as we know, we he carries his the wood up to the altar. So he must be, you know, fairly um, old enough to be able to do so. We don't know exactly um, how old. And some suggest, because it is a symbol of, or it's in the similitude of the father, um, our Heavenly Father giving up his only begotten son, that perhaps Isaac was in his 30s, considering that as soon as this experience is finished in this chapter, we then move into Sarah's death, which is when Isaac was 37. Um, That's just kind of presumptions and best guesses, really, that we don't know exactly how how old Isaac was. But what we do know is that being old enough to carry this wood he must have been old enough to be able to defend himself uh, or at least resist. Um, and what's interesting um, is that Isaac speaks to his father and says, my father, uh, and, and then he says, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And in verse eight, Abraham says, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they both went, went both of them together. So clearly, at this point, when when they are journeying uh, to the um, to the place uh, where um, Isaac would his intent was intended to be sacrificed, Isaac was not aware of what was happening. But it must happen along the way at some point, for he lies upon the altar. Again, we don't know if this is because he believes that uh, the Lord will provide a way, will provide a lamb to be sacrificed, uh, which again just 
fills us with thoughts of the Saviour and how he was the lamp that was provided for us, um, or if he is just trying to say something to help Isaac feel more comfortable uh, along the way. But uh, again, we can only make presumptions and best guesses from that. He binds Isaac, his son, and lies him upon the altar. And again, this just in indicates Isaac's uh, submissiveness, this, this, voluntarily, this voluntary uh, side to the will of his father, which, of course, is the same as our Saviour's um, willing submission to the will of his father. Um, and then uh, he is about to do uh, what he's been asked, and an angel stops him. Uh, and the angel says, Lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. Um, this is obviously uh, is going to be a moment of relief uh, for Abraham, that he does not have to um, do, do this. And I think that that is um, a brilliant um uh, example of how relieved we are when we understand fully that we have a redeemer uh, who who died for us. This word fearest God can also mean morally reverence, that you reverence God. Uh, and so this is, um, you know, something that is something we should aim for, to be able to be reverence uh, the Lord. President Thomas S. Monson said, quote, a soul-stirring account of obedience is that of Abraham and Isaac. How painfully difficult it must have been for Abraham, in obedience to God's command, to take his beloved Isaac into the land of Moriah to offer him as a sacrifice. Can we imagine the heaviness of Abraham's heart as he journeyed to the appointed place? Surely anguish must have racked his body and tortured his mind as he bound Isaac, laid him on the altar and took the knife to slay him. With unwavering faith and implicit trust in the Lord, he responded to the Lord's command. How glorious was the pronouncement, and with what wondered welcome did it come, lay not thine hand upon the lad. Abraham had been test tried and tested, and for his faithfulness and obedience the Lord gave him this glorious promise. In thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Although we are not asked to prove our obedience in such a dramatic and heart-wrenching way, obedience is required of us as well. Close quote. Now, to kind of bring this to, to us and, and to what we can learn from this, as President Monson said, we are not asked necessarily to take our child to an altar and sacrifice them ourselves. Uh, we're not asked to do that, but we are asked to sacrifice things. We are asked to give things up and we are asked to make changes in our lives, to remove things from our lives, to lay a broken heart and a contrite spirit upon the altar on a weekly basis uh, to be able to follow our Saviour Jesus Christ. Uh, and as we do this, um, all nations of the earth may be blessed. Uh, this is a wonderful promise, of course, um, and we see it in fulfilment today. We are adopted into the, the house of Abraham as we are baptised, and through the promises given to Abraham, which of course were given uh, to previous uh, individuals as well, but it was such an important moment uh, that it was given to Abraham um, and full understanding of these blessings were received at the time of Abraham. They are called the Abrahamic covenants, which of course we spoke about last week. Um, but we are able to receive those blessings because of his sacrifices, um, as we sacrifice as he did. And that's part of the blessings we receive in the temple, of course. 
And if you listen and look and look for the Abrahamic covenant and the the language of priesthood, posterity, and a, a promised land to live in, uh, in the temple, I think you'd be very surprised to see just how linked those things are. Uh, and so that is obviously a great um, a blessing for us to be aware of. And just to finish for the last minute, as I mentioned, in Genesis 23, we read of uh, Sarah's uh, passing away. Abraham uh, purchases uh, a place for her to be buried. Um, and of course, it is a, a solemn and somber moment when she passes away. Um, but of course, she passes away when she, in verse 1, it says of 23, she was 127 years old. So a good long life, um, which she was able to live. So thank you very much for sharing the study with us this week. Uh, join us tomorrow for our regular Monday episode where we'll share some um, listener comments if there have been any on Facebook or on or, or via email at church at session at gmail.com. Uh, you can also, uh, we'll also study something yesterday that's separate from what we studied in our Come Follow Me. So please share anything you've been studying and it would be great to hear and share some of that tomorrow. Uh, and yeah, please, we'll, we'll see you then. Thank you very much for listening and until we meet again.